Yes. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Michael and Mom Talk Cancer. I am your official host, Michael. And I'm Ashley, Michael's mom. We Okay, this is really special today because it is our first podcast ever that we're not really directly talking cancer. Yeah. But we're talking with someone that has incredibly like inspired us that has moved us, and we were blessed to be on your podcast. So we are dying to have you on ours. Marcus Ogden, woohoo! We need the sound effects and the applause. Oh my God, look at your beautiful smile. How y'all doing today? Y'all doing all right? Good, we're doing good. Good, man, good. Okay, start off. I mean, I can give you an introduction. You're like respected entrepreneur, businessman, mentor, sought-after motivational speaker, best-selling author. You're like a million things. You have your podcast. You are inspirational. But I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Ashley, thanks for asking. So my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, D.C. I live now in Fuquay, Berrien, North Carolina, I have a um, phenomenal business. First of all, I'm a dad. I have two daughters. I have a stepdaughter that's 19, a daughter that's about to turn nine here in a few days, July 18th. And again, I'm a very successful, very fortunate uh, podcast host, speaker, coach, consultant, brand ambassador, own post different businesses that align with our brand. And uh, I'm a former NFL athlete as well. You like check all the boxes. <laughs> You're like, you're, you're my hero already. <laughs> I know. Okay, so, but we don't have a ton of time with you because you are so in demand. So can you share a little bit of your story? Like what got you from NFL to entrepreneur to... Writing reading, a book to doing everything you're doing. Because I know there's a really there's deep a story. story there. And I, yeah. I know I know what it is because I did a lot of looking, but I want you to tell to tell our audience a little bit about your story. Yeah. So after the National Football League, I struggled for about six months with alcohol addiction, nightlife, painkiller addiction, gambling. And unfortunately, I made some really bad choices, which took me down to a downward spiral. Finally, in 2008, I ended up finding and starting Caden Premier Enterprises. We became a very successful construction, concrete, earthwork contractor, the largest and most successful African-American-owned contractor in the area of site work in the state of Maryland for two years. But unfortunately, as the company grew, my ego went right along with it, and I ended up losing my company and everything I owned in 2013 moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, in the Raleigh area now. Okay. And I ended up having only $400 to my name. That's it, $400. Wow. I ended up making some really, really just difficult choices. I was working for Merrill Lynch for a short time, got fired, went to another construction company, got fired from that job in five days. So fired two times in the same week. I ended up taking a job as a custodian working in downtown Raleigh for $8.25 an hour on the graveyard shift. And that was the point where I had my rock bottom moment where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty, protruding, horrible smelling garbage got all over my body, my skin, and my clothes. And that was my wake up call. And that got me to go forward. And I said, okay, enough's enough. I took full accountability, full responsibility for my life, 
said, let's try speaking. Started that two and a half years, not one paid job. Got my first paid job in April 2016. Got coached, got developed. And then from there, speaking for all these great companies. I'm a four-time best-selling author. Uh, Four? What? Coach people, consult, uh, own parts of businesses, you name it. So been very fortunate in that regard to really work hard and really have a successful brand, turning my pain into my passion and my purpose. Okay. Wow. I have a lot of questions. I feel I like I feel I like you have, I have one, a lot of questions. I, I, but I have go. I have so. How did it feel? Because you were literally in the NFL. In the NFL. That's like the dream of every kid. I and mean, you had this amazing construction business when you accepted this job as a custodian. Like, how did that feel for you, Michael? That's a great question, and it was a very humbling experience. It was a very eye-opening experience that my ego, my bravado, my attitude, my self-centered nature put me in that position. It put me in that place. As a result of that, I ended up putting myself in this situation where I had to start over. And as a custodian, what it taught me is that at the end of the day, if you want something bad, if you have to go out and get it, you have to work for it. As a custodian, I worked. I cleaned baseboards, vacuum floors, took out garbage, you know, you know, clean tables with Lysol, Clorox wipe cleaners, you know, dusted, you know, all of these you could think of. And that really was, for me, the beginning of learning that if I wanted to get my life back on track, I was going to have to work for it and get it back. Nothing was going to be handed to me or given to me. And so, but it was hard. It was very hard, very humbling because when you make that kind of mistake I did, where you lose all that money, you lose your business, you lose your home, your cars, you have to really start over at the complete bottom, which is what I did. Yeah. When I hear you say a humbling experience, that's kind of how we relate to that with cancer. I think that was the same thing. It just brought us to like, I don't want to say rock bottom because it's a different kind of rock bottom, but it is. It's the same thing of like rebuilding your life from a place that you never dreamt, where you never dreamt you would be. Mm-hmm. You also, okay, so if you have an 18-year-old daughter, so you 19, had, 19. 19, sorry, 19. So you were going through this and you had? Yes. So, so basically I met my ex-wife when my stepdaughter was eight. And so I was going through all of that, the challenging times. And right before that, I actually lost my maternal grandmother to cancer, lost her to, uh, we lost her to lung cancer. As a matter of fact, no one's ever seen this before on a podcast. I just found this. This is a picture of me, my brother, and my grandmother in the hospital with her. She, She died a couple of days later. But she had lung cancer. So this was my maternal grandmother. So she passed away right around the time I was with my ex-wife. And we just kind of were going through getting to know each other. And then I built the business. And then I ended up losing everything in 2013. So, yeah. So I lost my grandmother right before, you know, I started to have my company's issues and problems 
to cancer. You literally were knocked down from every point. Was leaving the NFL a choice and then starting your business? But you said you were already having like alcohol, drugs, a few things. Yeah, that so and- I, left the, I left the NFL because of some back issues and okay. some other issues. And I lost my father, you know, the year before that. So my dad passed away. And then I kept, you know, going, doing football and then that kind of, you know, kept building up. And then I ended up doing the business and then I, I lost my grandmother, you know, right around the same time my company started to implode and started to fail. And I just had a lot of challenges in my life between losing a lot of my close loved ones and family to, you know, addiction and alcohol and gambling and painkillers and missing the game of football to yeah, my imagine. business failure, to having to move and leave Baltimore and come to Raleigh and then starting over at rock bottom. So I've been through a lot of challenging times in my life and very grateful today that people love our work. But again, at the same time, it is a lot of work, but I love it because I never burn out from helping people. You don't yeah, burn you don't true. burn out from helping people, right? That's that's one of our themes yeah. has yeah. been the best way to help yourself. And I wanna ask you, so you have been through so much and so much. Do you ever fear that you could fall into that place again and because you know as someone who has cancer, you always think that okay, maybe I can get sick again. Do you ever fear that you might get back to that dark place? And when you do, how do you deal with that feeling? That's a great question, Michael. So actually, I was going through a dark place last year when I started to have, when I began the filing of divorce from my ex-wife. So that was not something I was planning on. It was not something that was expected. It was very, very sudden, very, very um, just uh, shocking to the system. So I had a really dark, depressing time at that time. And what really kept me from going even darker and pulling me out and what really has helped me to never go back, the type of ego that I had with my business, my first company, my company, Caden Premier Enterprises, my construction company, is the people in my life. Like I'm very close to my business partner, Don, my team members, George, Albert, uh, Donovan, Ben, you know, people that I work with. Uh, but also, I reconnected with two of my really good friends. They're like my sisters, Gina, who is 60. Um, her mom was my grandmother's best friend. She used to babysit me when I was a child. And then my good mm-hmm. friend, Jane, who's like my sister. I've known her since I was 15. I'm 42 now. So having Gina and Jay back in my life in a really positive way, we talk daily all those people, those great people in my life, as a result of having them, I'll never go back to that egocentric, dark, really like thinking I know everything, I'm always right. You know, that person is gone because I keep people around me that'll never let me get into that frame of mind. Exactly. Totally agree. We literally, that was literally one of the things I was going to ask you is we've had each other. Plus, we have a huge support network around us, and we always feel like that saved us. And that was that was one of my questions for you. Like, who have you turned to? But you literally just answered that. Do you think if you would go back, do you think you would have advice for yourself? Like, we always feel like we had to go through this to get to where we are now. So we wouldn't really want to change it because that's what's made you who you are. But at the same time, if you could give yourself advice 15 years ago when this I think it's about that, that this happened to you. Mm -hmm, What mm -hmm. would you say to yourself? So I would tell myself, never forget the cardinal rule. 
that your people are the most important aspect in anything you do. Human capital is everything. And I would tell myself to be a very good, strong, understanding, active-based listener, which means listen to truly understand people. Don't listen to then try to formulate a response as they're talking. And I had a lot of problems with that when I had Caden because I, if people didn't agree with me, you were either fired or I didn't even listen to you. Today, if you don't agree with me, you can tell me how you feel. I actually had a lady on my podcast I interviewed yesterday and she was awesome. And she said, Marcus, I don't agree with you at this point. I said, well, please tell me more. She said, well, the subconscious mind will say it this way. The conscious mind will say it that way. I said, oh, okay, that's awesome. I said, thank you for sharing. I'm always willing to learn from people because the minute I stop learning, it's meant that I start dying. So I don't just talk about this stuff. I live it. So again, if I could tell myself something as a younger person, don't think you know everything. And for God's sakes, Marcus, don't stop listening to your people. If you stop listening to your people, disaster is imminent. That is fantastic advice. And that's ironic. Yeah. I was literally listening to a podcast yesterday talking about that. Exactly that same thing about listening when someone is talking to you as opposed to listening to what you want to say. That's beautiful. I think everyone needs to hear that. Kind of goes along with empathy and sympathy and like so many other things. So many other Um, things. So many other. It's like a snowball, right? (laughs) Something like that. It is something like that. I don't know. We we had some questions, but we're going in such a different direction. But what what is your biggest challenge now? I mean, I feel like you're so you're so smart. I've read so many things you've said. I've I, and I'm just listening to you what you just said there. But what do you think? Your and Michael asked you about your demons. But what is your what is your challenge now? My biggest challenge now is just making sure that I am bringing around me the right people and investing my time in the right spaces because time is limited. So if you're listening to this podcast, in life, you only have 24 hours in a day. So how you spend your time, who you spend your time with, how you, you know, uh, who is your support group, who, you, who your birds of a feather that flock together however you want to put it. So for me, it's just making sure that I am wise with my time and I bring people around me into my network, into my inner circle that are good people that are going to actually help me and not hurt me in the long run. Yeah. That's also a cancer perspective just because life is right there and it's short and really every moment should be important and valuable. Okay, speaking of time, we don't have a lot of time. You wanted to you wanted to ask a couple of things and I want to make sure we get to Michael as well. Oh yes. I have <laughs> this a... is like a fun question. So if you were what what is what is the last song you want to hear before you die, basically? Wow. The last song. Michael is so into music right now and like wow. he's like, I wanna last... ask him the last song. Wow, the last song. Uh man, I'm gonna have to say Will you be there by uh, Will you be there by Michael Jackson from the Free Willy movie? Oh, nice. nice. Okay, if we're going along this, I was going to ask a, a, a more silly one. Your last meal, I will ask that, but then I'm going to ask a serious one. What about your last meal? 
uh, bacon lobster with a side of scallops. Oh, I love it. Okay, but then this is a serious one. So if you had one lasting message that people would, if you could say one last thing, one last message, what would it be? In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light, Aristotle. And what I want people to do is remember in life, you are the light that can blaze your own trail, that can light your own path, that can create your own happiness. But if you see darkness and you're looking around for other people to help you blaze a trail or create the light, you're going to be spending a lot of time waiting for somebody to come and help you that may or may not be there. So be your own support system. Be your own self-inspired self-starter. Don't sit around and wait for others to help you. Make that first step and help yourself. Beautiful message. Beautiful. That was a beautiful way. We know you have to go. But We're so appreciative of your, yes. of your time. Thank you so much for being on the oh, podcast absolutely. today. Absolutely. And if people want to follow us, they can go to yes. um, our, our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. But also, we actually just launched July 12th, a new app. So if you have an Android or Apple phone, type in our name or my name, Marcus Ogden, and you'll pop up in the app store on Apple, on Android, and it's going to be our own Marcus Ogden app where you can get like inspiring words of wisdom, exclusive videos, you can get like what we do with our podcast, our services, all that kind of stuff. This will be in the show notes as well. Oh my God, we're going to go download the app right now. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank thank you, you so, so much. much. You are incredible, inspiring. Love and agree with everything you said. Thank yes. you Thanks. so much. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Before we say goodbye, I had a cancer survivor and someone who's a friend of mine on Instagram messaged me because she recently put out a book about her story and i wanted to give it a little shout out so if you go on amazon you can find it by dr josephine spence it's called finding hope and healing in houston it's on amazon i haven't read it but i'm sure it's really good (laughs) we are going to read it though (laughs) i want to give her a huge shout out so if you guys want to look into a book to buy i recommend this book thank you guys and this is an official goodbye from Michael and mom, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marcus, for being here. You are inspiring. We're sorry that it was so short, but it was short and packed with information. And we love you guys. We can't wait for the next one. Bye.